0: Hello, my name is Tom Clendon, and this podcast is all about initial coin offerings, and this is a current issue in SBR. It's a tricky one, and you may well want to listen to this podcast more than once. It is a topic that has already been examined at SBR and may well be examined again. Now, before we look at initial coin offerings... I want to, first of all, take you back and make sure we're comfortable with a very simple example of issuing equity for cash. If I'm issuing equity shares for cash, I will debit cash. The asset I receive is cash and I will credit equity. I will credit share capital. End of. There's evidence of ownership interest. It's very simple. Now, with an initial coin offering, the asset we receive is not cash. What we're receiving is a cryptocurrency, maybe Bitcoin. Now, strictly speaking, there's no accounting standard on how to account for Bitcoins, how to account for cryptocurrencies. So we're in the realm of justifying and we're in the realm of explaining that these are assets, As a future economic benefit, potentially, but they're non-monetary in their nature. And therefore, they seem to meet the definition of an intangible asset under IC38. They don't have a physical presence, but they are identifiable. So the entity that is issuing the tokens, the entity that is issuing the coins, the entity that is doing the initial coin offering is receiving a cryptocurrency, debiting the intangible asset and the philosophical question is where we credit. Now it's possible we could be in substance, the coins that we're issuing could be regarded as equity instruments. But I would be suspicious. In fact, I am really suspicious of initial coin offerings because these seem to be very unregulated you know cryptocurrencies are very anonymous and why haven't we gone down the traditional share route well when you issue shares particularly on the market it's very regulated and you have to have a prospectus and maybe just maybe the entity that is doing this hasn't issued a a proper perspective maybe there's been some kind of white paper and I would be really wary as an ethical accountant, that the claims being made in that white paper, the, claim, that the whole raison d'etre behind an initial coin offering wasn't a scam. So I think we've got to be sceptical as ethical accountants that we're not accidentally getting involved in something that is perhaps at worst illegal, but may well be regarded as unethical. Why isn't it done the normal way? So it's a little bit like crowdfunding in that when we've issued these coins, these tokens, we've received an asset, debit the intangible, and it may well be that we are going to credit equity or it may well be that we're going to credit debt or it may well be that we're going to credit revenue. It depends on the whole substance of what we've issued, what the contractual arrangement is. Are we selling them something? You know, is that, is that the deal? Do we have an obligation to pay them the money back? Or is there evidence of ownership? Now, if we've incurred costs in the build-up to the initial coin offering, I think these have got to be regarded as expenses. You know, I think we've got to write them off as we incur them. I don't see the, the pre-costs of an initial coin offering as, as I see it as very, very unlikely that they're going to meet the idea of an intangible asset. And when we've issued these coins, when we've issued these tokens, they belong to someone else. They're someone else's asset. And if you're suddenly asking about the accounting from the point of view of the person who's subscribed to the coins, who's subscribed to the tokens, and has paid cryptocurrencies for them, I would say, well, what asset have you got? Because it's highly unlikely there's going to be an active market in it. And it's totally dependent on this prospectus, this kind of series of promises that have been made. And again, if I was looking at the accounts from the investor's point of view, I would be sceptical. And I would look to effectively, as an accountant, argue that we should write down that investment that we should write it off, that we should do an impairment review, that we should just, you know, not get too carried away with any sort of dodgy evaluations um, put to it. So from the issuer's point of view, I think once the coin or the token has been issued, the theory is, the logic is, we've lost control of it and it's no longer our asset. But it's conceivable under the terms of an arrangement that we might have future economic benefits attached to it if the agreement allows us to, um, requires us to provide services. So, in theory, it could be regarded as an intangible asset, but I think that's unlikely and you've got to have a lot of information uh, to, to arrive at that conclusion. Now, if under the initial coin offering, the issuer themselves starts to commit to pay annual interest to the holders of those tokens, then you're looking at the idea of this being a debt because you're creating an obligation, you're creating a liability. And if the amount of interest somehow is linked to or based on the value of cryptocurrencies, then the nature of that liability is going to be a financial derivative because the value of that has been derived from the price of an underlying item. Is this simple? Is this straightforward? No. And it's typical of the examining team at ACCA in an SBR exam to give you an unknown situation and try to ask you to analyze it. We've had questions based on football clubs. We've had questions based on initial coin offerings. We've had questions based on the oil industry. And no one is asking you to be an expert on these areas. What you've got to have is core principles and a discipline that you try and answer the question that you've been asked and you try and break down the information to think about it. But it does help if you have a broad appreciation as to what is going on. An initial coin offering is where the entity issues a coin, issues a token to subscribers, to investors, who instead of paying cash, hand over a cryptocurrency. So the issuer is debiting the asset, of intangible asset of cryptocurrency and that's a discussion point and then where they credit depends upon the substance of the agreement could be revenue if we're selling them something could be debt if we're under an obligation to pay them money could be shares could be if there is evidence of ownership interest the information has to be there for you to discuss There are other issues around this, which I have mentioned. Thank you very much for listening. Please don't make this, don't have a sleepless night about this. It's tough for me. It's tough for you. It's tough for everybody. But I hope this simple podcast has been of some use. Please listen to it again. And if you want further support in passing SBR, just reach out to me my name is Tom Clendon. I'm easily found on a Google search. Yeah, I have on my own website, www.tomclendon.co.uk, and I run online courses, tuition, revision, mock exams, to get students through this tricky exam. Thank you very much for listening.